Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. Today we're going to speak about four types of cues that support your students. And what I'm trying to say with you've been asking me about cues, how to cue more efficiently, how to be more effective at it, how to get in and out of an asana, but also how to support them when they are in it and how they can experience different things that they might not have felt before. Or find something new, very common cue, find something new here. So let's dive in straight away. So four types of support cues that are four types of cues that support your students. The main job of a yoga teacher is to assist students in their learning journey. So you're not there to tell them about what they are supposed to do, but really give them the tools and the guidance as to their goals, their wishes, the current experience they have with yoga, and help them to enter or to explore a deeper experience. So being a teacher comes with great responsibility. It requires you to be mindful, but not only mindful of the things that you're teaching them, very mindful of your language and communication and pay attention to what you're actually teaching, what you're actually saying, and what you can do to provide them with what they truly need. So apart from developing your social skills and building student-teacher relationships, you need to become aware of how you instruct your students in a supportive way. And the way to do that is paying attention to the words, the phrases, the cues, expressions, metaphors, quotes, everything that you're using in your communication. So in this training, I'm going to speak about support cues. They are a little bit different from active cues or instructional cues. And I'm going to speak about that in a moment. First of all, what is cueing? So cueing is the action of giving clear instructions so that your students are able to get into a position, maintain the position, and get out of it with ease. So clear and concise cueing is very, very important to keep your students safe from any physical injury, but also emotional damage. Because as you know, the way that we speak to our students, the words that we use directly affect the student. And you never know what type of trauma or experiences they come into class with. So our words are extremely important. So in yoga, cueing can involve hands-on assistance as well. Hands-on assistance is when you use your hands or when you use touch to adjust or get your students into a certain position. Often we use this to reach optimal, doing this because it's depending on the student, so optimal alignment according to the student's anatomy. So cueing is really the way that you instruct your students to get in, 
maintain the position or out of the position. So why then are support cues so important? So a yoga teacher should always aim at guiding their students by using verbal cues. One of the main reasons for this is that some students might not feel comfortable when you touch them. And that might be because of past experiences. It might be that they simply don't prefer physical contact. Another reason, it may be because you're teaching online. Because when you're teaching online, hands-on assistance simply isn't possible. You're not in the same space. So especially in these two cases, the case in which the student isn't comfortable with you touching them, or the case that you're teaching online, your cues should be very clear and concise in order to avoid any confusion and still let your students experience the asana in the way that it suits best for them. So apart from instructional cues, like lift your hands up to the ceiling, look forward, ground through your feet, these are instructional cues, you can also provide your students with support cues. So support cues are instructional words and phrases not cues in general, that teachers use to guide their students once they are in the pose or when they hold the position. So instructional cues get your students in it and support cues allow you to provide a deeper experience of the asana when they are in it, so they hold it or they've already arrived there. So these types of cues are letting the students experience more depth, steadiness, comfort, and ease. And this is also referred to in yoga language as stira and sukha. So in the courses that we offer, I teach you how to create your sentences, how to sequence, but you also learn how to offer physical, mental, emotional, sensory, and breath support. I want to introduce you to these things because it's very important that you include them in your yoga classes to give your students a more well-rounded or a deeper experience. So it can really help you to reinforce the student's experience of your classes. So four different types. I'm going to list them out for you. The first one is physical support. The second, emotional and sensory support. The third, mental support. And the last is breath support. So starting with physical support. Physical support cues are the cues that encourage optimization of the foundation and alignment of the asanas. So it gives your students the opportunity to try something new. So it can help them to find a new or a deeper expression of the asana, but also find relief when it's too challenging or when it's uncomfortable. So the focus is on the body, on anatomy and physicality. So a physical support cue in, for example, forward fold is bring your chest closer to your thighs, slightly bend your knees, inhale, find lengthening your spine and on an exhale, slowly let yourself fold deeper. So we're already in the asana and to experience more depth, we can bring the upper body closer to the knees or closer to the thighs and the shins, depending on the anatomy of the student, and fall deeper. So it's a support cue to experience more depth, and in this case, a physical support cue. All right. 
The second one is emotional and sensory support. So emotional and sensory support cues are used to facilitate emotional awareness. These types of cues allow your students to explore emotional aspects or sensations that arise in a position or stage of their practice. So they also help with learning to make connections between feelings, emotions, and bodily sensations. Because you may have experienced that when you're in a forward fold, energetically, mentally, and emotionally, it feels different than when you're standing up tall in mountain pose, for example. So this is a really great opportunity for you to introduce emotional support cues to tap into that awareness, to create awareness of how this really feels. So these type of support cues really help your students to become aware of the relation between a movement and their emotions. So identifying the emotions in a position also helps your students to become more in tune with their body. So it helps them to listen to their needs of letting go what no longer serves them, of simply becoming aware where in the body they feel certain emotions. So an example of a support cue and an emotional support cue in, for example, goddess pose is dial in with your heart and notice how you feel. As you're standing here vigorously, what emotion arises for you? So it's a really great way to ask questions, to give them a sense of, got a lot of different words coming up now, to give them a sense of awareness of where in the body they feel certain things when they make specific movements. All right, so second one, emotional and sensory support. Then we've got the third support cue, that is mental support. So mental support cues are often confused with emotional support cues. But where we really focus on feelings, emotions, and sensations through the movement with emotional support cues, Mental support cues really focus on the mindset, the thoughts, limiting beliefs, anything that we tell ourselves that comes up when we practice asana. So mental support cues exist out of words and phrases that encourage your students in a motivational way. And they specifically are used to create awareness of the mental fluctuations. So the way that we speak to ourselves, our mindset when things get challenging. And to use mental support cues, you should identify first how your student is feeling. As a teacher, we are not mind readers and we can't feel for anyone else, but your students can give away very great clues in their body language, in their facial expression and their breath. So when you want to use mental support cues, observe your students. What do they tell you with their face? Are they really tensed? Do they look quite relaxed? Do you see that they are thinking a lot? Are they really busy trying to stay in the practice or trying to get into something and get frustrated with themselves? Because your observations will give you a lot of information about the type of mental support cue your students may need. So a mental support cue in, for example, crow pose, a crow pose, notice your thoughts, 
as you feel your physical body working? What does your mind want you to do in the more challenging moments? So it's again a question that helps your students to become aware of thoughts, limiting beliefs, and the way that they speak to themselves in asanas. And it can be a very challenging moment, but it can also be a moment that they are not even aware of what they are doing anymore and thinking of their to-do list and other tasks that are pending, right? So the third one was mental support cues. The last one is breath support. So most yogis learn to stay present in the moment by bringing their attention to their breath. This is one of the first things when you practice yoga or when you start practicing yoga. However, telling your students when to breathe, how long their inhalation should be, how long their exhalations should last, all of that causes them, causes in general, to interrupt the natural flow and become dependent on you as a teacher. Of course, your students need this guidance because a lot of people are not aware of the way they are breathing and you do need to teach them some type of breath work. But you should not try to control their breath and breathe for them. And with that, I mean inhale. Inhale, lift your arms up. Exhale, let your arms go down. This is fine because you're guiding them to inhale and lift their arms. But sometimes in, for example, downward facing dog, I see teachers, let's say, hold the breath for five breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. In this case, you're breathing for them. And it's okay because they're following your guides, but they do not learn how to breathe themselves how to even pay attention to how it feels to breathe by themselves. So instead of breathing for your students, guide your students' breath. Remind them to breathe and sprinkle in some breath support cues to let them experience and practice breathing independently. So a breath support cue that is appropriate could be pay attention to your breath or notice the pace of your breath. Notice the duration of your inhalations. Notice the durations of your exhalations. Let your breath flow naturally. So you remind them of the breath, maybe even catch their breath, but you're not breathing for them, right? So it really helps them to also pay attention throughout the day to their breath or in the rest of their practice. Because the more that you repeat these breath support cues, the more that they will remind themselves of it as well. I'm going to quickly summarize support cues. What is cueing? Cueing are giving instructions to help your students get in an asana, maintain it, or get out of it. And support cues specifically help your students to get deeper into an asana, but also help your students to become aware of their body, their mind, and their breath. So the types of support cues are physical support, emotional and sensory support, mental support and breath support. Have a great day, everyone. You listen to Your Yoga in English brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group.
check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.